And a very good morning to you. Welcome, Breakfast with Patton Heels. And we're brought to you by Burbank Homes, the builder you can trust. You can bank on Burbank and Hyundai, the all new Hyundai Kona N Line. Heels, a good morning to you. It's morning, uh, Patty. Could well be uh, one of the most momentous days or times in uh, our Olympic bid oh. history. I mean, well, the, is gymnastics, gymnastics in the Olympics? Of course. Yeah. Big backflip, this one. <laughs> hey. it's, a, it's an AOC and probably uh, Olympic Committee mm-hmm. total backflip on what was presented at the pitch. Yeah. Well, Holy, this is a 10-metre t- tower. I think uh, our listeners will have plenty to say about this this morning. We'd love to hear from you. The... Uh, the open line will be open right the way through the show until 9 o'clock this morning, 13 13 55, the text line, 0467 736 736. So basically, if you're just waking to the news this morning, is that uh, the Supremo, John Coates, the IOC Vice President, the man who was the driving force behind our bid, our successful bid to host in 2032, has basically almost torpedoed the whole Gabba scenario. You're not getting it. No, it what are you saying? It, it looks like the Gabba is gone. There's been high-powered meetings. We know ex-Lord Mayor Graham Quinn, uh, for so long a voice Quirk, of reason. Quirk. Uh, Graham Quirk. I always mix him up with Graham Quirk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've said that a couple of times. Graham Quirk. Um, he's charged with a 60-day review by the mm. government, uh, but he's he's had these high-powered meetings in the last 24 hours with the Games boss, Andrew Liveris, with the IOC Vice Pres, John uh, Coates, and, of course, the AOC President, Ian Chesterman. So their delegation sounds like they just stormed into Brisbane. Well, I don't Did know they? whether <laughs> it was planned or not. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, Graham Quirk will certainly be listening to them. But in a nutshell, uh, ladies and gentlemen, what we're hearing this morning is that the Gabba redevelopment appears doomed. John Coates telling the Courier-Mail's Hayden Johnson you know, for today's paper that uh, they upgrade Suncorp Stadium to around about a 60,000-seat stadium and hold both the ceremonies there, opening and closing, and we move the Athletics, which is one of the biggest money spinners of the games, if not the biggest money spinner of the games, back out to QE2, out to QSAC. Yes. And which, is, which, of course, Hills, we turn the clock back, hosted mm. 1992, Comp yeah. Games. Matilda yeah, well, Winking, Raylene Boyle. That makes sense. The, the um, QSAC bit, mm? QE2 people. People don't sort of understand. Brisbane people don't understand how close that is. Yeah. Just off the freeway, good bus um, transport, buses from Altandi Railway Station can mm. can work, um, and it's not that far. It's 15 k's from the city. So that so that makes a lot of sense, that one. The, tra- the second track's there. The, the stands could, could hold... 45 in the day, couldn't they? When yeah. the Broncos and the state of origin. So that that's there. And the Gabba couldn't host not only one track, it had to be redeveloped to get a track in mm. um, and needed a warm-up track. Yeah. And so I guess the the opening and closing ceremonies will at least give a Brisbane flavour if this is uh, the go-ahead. Yeah. Look, Down and- Caxton Street, from the city even, uh, and and something running in the city as well. As far as I know, not negotiable. As far as the opening and closing ceremonies and the athletics must be held in the capital city. Right. So, so we're not taking the ceremonies to Carrara. Uh, and and Coatsy said that. He, he basically said, we're not moving the athletes from the village in Hamilton down the, down the freeway by whatever means possible. He said it's too big a shift for them. He said we can move them from Hamilton 
via the Olympic lanes, which will come into force, obviously, during the Games, out to QE2, out to QSAC, fairly quickly, you know, 20, 20 30 minutes. Yeah. Which is, which is, that's reasonable. So, yeah, look, as far as I know, that's always been a non-negotiable. And as I've always said to you, track and field or athletics is, you know, it, it is the biggest money spinner. Um, so, yeah, look, th- this is a seismic shift. So what does it do? I mean, you played all your life at the Gabba. Um, suddenly, do they spend a cent on the Gabba or does it just continue in the way it is now? And as Crash Craddock has said in the paper today, it, it will remain now the number five venue. I know we love the wicket, but the number five cricket venue in the country. Yeah. Um, you know, the really, the the underneath of it is abysmal at the Gabba. It's well, archaic. It's non-existent yeah. underneath. Uh, and then above is a bit archaic, but it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. And and what uh, John Coates is probably saying is, hang on, I, I was at the pitch with the Premier mm. and this wasn't presented. Three, $3 billion wasn't presented. It was $1 billion at the time they said that the Gabba redevelopment would cost. Now at $3 billion and rising, the Olympic movement is getting criticised, mm. not just the government. So I don't like this. I'm going to scrap it. I'm going to say that that doesn't make any sense anymore. The schools up us. The sports are up us. They all want. They all got their hands out, and it it's no longer one billion dollars. Well, John Coates saying today that the Gabba controversy has damaged the Olympic brand. I mean, they're strong words, heels, and and it doesn't stack up. So it, it looks like the school stays. There's going to be you know rejoicing in the streets over that. Uh, whether there's any money at all spent on the Gabba, don't know. They're obviously going to spend money on Suncorp to upgrade that to around a 60,000-seat stadium mm, for the ceremony. That's going to be as disruptive as the Gabba redevelopment. Yeah, look, will it be? I mean, you know, you're talking Vulture well, you've got to put another streets. level on stands, haven't you? Well, I don't To get know. another 20,000 in there. Yeah. It's like a lounge room now, like a, a, a big close-to-the-surface lounge room, and yet I suppose you've got to go higher. Yeah, well, exactly right. Open line, 13, 13, 55. Stu's already started. And hope it doesn't flood during the Olympics. Mm. Oh, oh, you know about that one, (laughs) Coachy? So they'll rebuild CUSAC. This is from from Stuart Jim Boomer. He's up and about early. Uh, So they'll rebuild CUSAC and the Gabba will continue to fester. There's no public transport to CUSAC. Well, there's buses. Uh, Disappointing result. Uh, That's in a nutshell from Stuart Jim Boomer. I'm expecting a lot more from our listeners today. Uh, the text line, 0467 736 736. And, of course, that Suncorp Home Resilience open line, 131355. Uh, it's massive, massive news, mm. Hills. We've got lots more happening throughout the day. But, boy, oh, boy, when I read that late last night, as, as it started to filter out, mm. um, I thought, boy, what a seismic shift this yes. is. And it was good of you this morning to chase yeah. down John Coates and, or, you know, get a message that, no, yeah. he's not talking. I think we've got I think we've got Pete from Yoronga on the line. Pete, good morning to you. Uh, this is big news, mate, isn't it? Good morning, boys. This is the best news I've heard. Right, ah. It should have been it should have been out at Mancrove at the running track, away from everything. You knock down the Gabba, the whole city will be at a standstill. Yeah, look, that so, was that that was obviously what you're talking, you know, Main Main Street, you're talking Vulture Street, Stanley Street, all disrupted yeah. when the Gabba went. But and, and the other thing, mate, is that what what's it called? Raymond Park or Pine we call it Pineapple Park, in yeah. behind the Pineapple Hotel there. The the, the, yeah, stipula- yeah. Yeah, the stipulation 
for track and field is that there must be a warm-up track. So you get that at QSAC. You get that out of QE2. They've got a beautiful warm-up track. Yeah. Yeah, and they literally start 50 metres and they're on them in, they're in the main stadium. They could, how would the Yoronga pool stack up, Pete? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I don't know. But listen, Ian, I know you wanted the Gabba redeveloped, but it couldn't be done. No, no, no I, that, I don't. That, that's a car park as it is. Yes, okay. Well, well I was looking forward to seeing how they could do it. A bit like the railway station that's being built there now, you, you know, just before you get to the Gabba outbound, and they, yeah. they've done yeah, it yeah. from inside. So I was wondering whether you could get inside the Gabba and start demolishing from inside. So you'd have some truck movements but not, not constant. And, uh, yeah, I, I wondered if they could uh, do that. All right, Pete. Well, you'd have lane closures. Yeah, well, you have lane closures. Haven't got sure. enough lanes yeah. either, have we? I don't think you're going to be <laughs> yeah. the only one in, in support of this move, but it, it looks like John Coates has, has acted as decisively and he, he says that he's got the he's got the tick from the boss, mm. from the chairman, Andrew Liveris, as well. Well, it does clear the way for the cricket final yeah. at the Olympics. Bang, that's all that the Gabba will be used for. Yeah. The so cricket tournament and the final. There's going to be some hurrying and scurrying today around the powers, uh, yeah. the corridors of power. But uh, yes, uh, if you're just waking to that news, that it looks like the whole Gabba redevelopment is off, and uh, we're talking, uh, we're talking moving the the ceremonies, the opening and closing to a a revamped SunCorp or an upgraded SunCorp where they can fit sixty thousand in there, holds fifty two and a half at the oh, moment. How good would that be? That stadium, if it gets done. Yeah, well, it's got just a, a sensational atmosphere. Ooh. I mean, you're right on top of that everything. That puts it in, in, like, in with the Cardiff Arms Park, whatever it's now called, the and, yeah. and um, those great South African yeah. rugby stadiums. What if Brisbane Live sounds it's in trouble too. Brisbane Live, which was a, the music event that was going to be built over the Roma Street mm. station, $2.5 billion was the, the latest I'd heard on that. And, and uh, John Coach is now saying, well, that... The, the Gabba was going to be renovated, uh, re- rebuilt and renovated for football and cricket, and then the Olympics were going to come. Right? Don't, we're, we're not getting blamed for the whole renovation. Yeah. And Brisbane Live too. That was going to be built by Brisbane and Queensland, and then we would drop a pool into it for the Olympics. Mm. Well, you know, we're not, we're not to blame for that being built. I've tried to get hold of Coates here this morning through his people, but uh, he's That's gone. That's what I said. Good, good effort, mate. He's gone for a swim. Yeah. Apparently, no no interviews just yet. Where? Where at Chandler? Oh, no, he'll be down the coast. He's just checking the pools. Yeah, he'll be down See? the coast. Yeah. Yeah. He's just checking which pool he's going to use. <laughs> Matty's uh, here. Hey, boys, the Gabba still needs a basic upgrade. Yeah, well, that goes without saying, Matt. Well, um, I can see Brisbane can take great pride in an antique. <laughs> you know, like uh, the great stadiums of the world which aged and then had to be knocked down. Finally had to be knocked down. But the Coliseum. Yeah, like the Coliseum, <laughs> which we could still be using it, the Coliseum. Uh, um, like the in Philadelphia and those places, they finally got, a, you know, a wrecking ball yeah. through through them, but they were using it and loving it until the end. Right, well, the text line is going off, 0467 736 736. Tim, uh, the Gabba isn't getting any newer. We know that it's going to need a major overhaul sooner rather than later. Yeah, look, it'll be interesting to see what, uh, you know, maybe uh, Greg Swan from the, the Lions and uh, Terry Svensson from Queensland Cricket say about this. I mean, um, did they have any inkling of this or has it hit us mm. pretty much? Uh, They've been in very close contact yeah. with everyone and uh, I'd be surprised if they didn't fear this. Yeah. 
Um, but it, a big disruption. It saves a big disruption for them. Right. And if Suncorp's, Suncorp's successful in adding to the top of it, the Gabba could do that in the future too. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Lewis, so I've lost some of your text here, but the, uh, the, Gabba, the Gabba demolition backflip just makes sense. Renovate, rejuvenate the Gabba, increasing the capacity of Suncorp Stadium and give CUSAC a big facelift. Yeah, not hard to do out there either, and, and certainly not the disruption that you were going to get to the traffic flow. Um, and while whilst they're out of public transport will be a big issue. Yeah, you're right. Really only buses out to uh, Cusack at the moment. Uh, Vanessa's walked in. Um, the, it, it is big news. It's, I mean, see, yeah. from, from my – because I love it, obviously. I love the Olympics and – uh, I was looking forward to something happening at the Gabba because we know some, you know, it had to be done. But uh, Coatsy has, uh, you know, Andrew, <laughs> yeah. and Andrew Liveris have acted decisively by the sound of it overnight. It's extremely decisive. And haven't we seen since Anastasia Palaszczuk stepped down, we've just seen this Gabba demolition feel like it's just stepping, you know, away every day. It's just anxiety becoming levels. less and less likely. <laughs> the community's yeah. anxiety levels are yeah. going up. Exactly. Um, I mean, from a fan perspective, I feel like a big issue for Lions fans, I'm putting myself in this category, um, speaking on behalf of people, is like we have been really concerned about what we are going to do for those four years while the demolition happens at a time when our club is performing exceptionally well. Mm. And it would be a huge blow to the club for things yeah. like ticket sales and um, fans and merch and and all of that that comes with it. So, look, if the if we want to, you know, something has to happen to the Gabba. It certainly right. needs the refurb. This doesn't help the issue of in ten years' time the Gabba's going to be a substandard venue. Yeah, it's a substandard venue, pretty much. Well, now. I mean, yeah, oh, you, no, 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 no. I love going to watch things there. I do, but I've also had to live downstairs with, you know, doing lines interviews and things like that, and it's archaic underneath. Yeah. It is. It's yeah, archaic but the media has improved. You know, a lot of corridors oh, have improved yeah, no, yes. at the Gabba. Yeah. Um, it, you, you're not going to change the archaicness at the underneath. That's mm. the, that is the problem. Yeah. Um, Percy was on the line to imagine, imagine the, the S fight taking the athletes to and from the M1. Uh, along the M1 to Corral. That, that ain't going to happen, Percy. It, it, as I said to you, ceremonies and track and field stay in the capital. What else is happening? Okay, there is a bit of other news around today. Um, starting with youth crime, which has obviously been a huge topic this week. Now, the president of the Queensland Police Union, he says we just need some harsher rules uh, from the courts. He says this is not a police problem, it's a courts problem. So what Ian Levers wants to see is that all youth offenders who are convicted and granted bail should be given an ankle bracelet. He says to his understanding, there are only five at the moment uh, on youths in Queensland. And so he says that's just not enough. Also, if uh, convicted youth criminals are not Australian citizens, they should face deportation if, if it is a serious crime, saying that's not our way of life, that uh, that that should be a consequence. Uh, and, you know, and just that media should be allowed access to some of these children's courts matters that are in the public interest. And, yeah, he also is talking to the Premier about increased um, powers for police wanding so that police can use metal detectors on people in all public places. So, look, it's certainly a key topic at the moment being talked about and uh, we'll see 
if um, the Premier or our other officials do step up and take any action there. And look, a key site in Brisbane City could be uh, in for a big change shortly. We know the Treasury Casino was put in the market last on the market last October. Price tag, $200 million. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's obviously because of the new Queen's Wharf development uh, and the new casino there. Well, Griffith University... Uh, is saying it's looking into the site. It's been looking for a CBD site. It wants to um, house about 7,000 students, 400 staff on a CBD campus. And so they're investigating Mm. that Treasury Casino site. And there's a little village for the Olympics. Okay. (laughs) How much is happening this morning? It's crazy. This is Breakfast with Patton Hills, uh, SENQ 693am. Open line, love to hear from you this morning. So much to talk about, 131355 or that text line, 0467 736 736.